Zombie Apocalypse, the prequel. How 1621 started on 102319. If you do not open the gate, we will smash down the door. The marching orders for the walking dead. And so it went. 30-plus Republican polls forced their way into a sensitive, compartmented information facility, some witlessly flashing their cell phones in an obvious breach of security in this lockdown chamber, ham-fistedly disrupting this closed-door impeachment hearing, protesting the secrecy of the hearing, and vowing not to leave until the procedure was made public. Mind you, these were secrecy rules which the Republicans fought hard to enact in trying to take down Hillary for Benghazi. Moving in, moving downstairs, in mass, herd-like, in motion, creating commotion, purposeful, purposeless. The tell is the look in their eyes. Glazed, dazed, confused, infused. White dudes on a mission. A pod of poles, mindlessly following the dictates of the Bokor, the zombie creator, the sultan of black magic. That would be Bokar too. Numero uno would remain most thinly veiled. The red curtain brushed open near constantly. Few bothered to notice. Maybe they had their reasons. Too arresting, too jarring bare-faced bribery sitting up on a tee. Get out the driver and hit it as hard and deep as possible. Ukraine! Thing is, bribery can be rationalized, double-spoke, made to seem a misdemeanor, a zombie operation. This head will not be cut off with a misdemeanor. Treason was the real deal, a high crime. The truth was apocalyptic. B2 came into our living rooms and became part of our lives, like a bad joke. We chuckled, knowingly. He's familiar, he's distasteful, willing to say about anything. Most of us would like to go there. He is there, he is here. Master of the most efficient and enduring psychological coping mechanism going. That would be distraction, music, social media, the internet, reading, movies, sports, anything and everything to keep moving. Fend off the inevitable, the pain, the struggle, survival, death. His devotees get it. Things are going to hell anyway. Why not go with B2? Might as well deal some shit on the way down, the B2 way. He's a walking distraction. He's a drug. We've all become addicts, pro and con. Love him or hate him. Good luck removing him. Make it all seem normal. Get used to it. The new normal. Nothing to get bent out of shape over. The non-stop put-downs. The relentless self-aggrandizement. The outlandish. The outrageous. Shake down a foreign leader for domestic political gains. The call was perfect. Of course. Everything he does is. Russia, find those emails. How about you, China? Break the law right out in public. No problems. The fellas descending on the SCIF are white males. 
and they are wearing ties. You don't get more normal than that. Well, maybe. Bring in some pizza. Relax. Get comfortable. Settle in. White guys always belong. These are our digs. The fellas see it that way. The fellas get their way. Give me a piece. All so very normal. How did it all begin? Where, when, why, how? Haiti? Africa? Slaves are warned away from suicide for fear of the dreaded zombiehood. It's a ruse, a con, a distraction. Huh. Is it drugs? Mental illness? A virus? Superstition? Just another virulent tentacle of religion? I'm leaning towards the shady science of homonymics for answers and the renowned sociolinguistic troubadour Weird Al. Archly sage and just for once non-satiric, Weird Al somehow located these disparate legs of roughly equal meaning uh, or length and connected the dots. What has he created? The daft-sounding isosceles triangle. The triad. God damn you, Weird Al. The oracular presidents of the United States are a cornerstone. Lump, lump, lump lingered last in line for brains. The one he got was sort of rotten and insane. In my head, in my head, might be dead. We get it. Where to from here, Weird Al? Oh, yes. Forrest Gump. Cipher, nonpareil. Clownish. A walking, talking parody. In the wrong place at the wrong time. Just right. Perfect. Bingo. He's Lump. He's Gump. He's Trump. B2. Well done, Weird Al. You've helped create a monster. The Missing Link. Fitting that this connection was made by a weird guy. It's all surreal. And that this ball would start rolling downhill at the behest of the presidents of the United States. Don't think for a moment that culture factors and homonymics are too fluffy to be included in the grave context of zombiehood. This is all media-driven. It's satiric. It's parodic. It's well past weird. Can this be the new normal? We'll call him Bump. The cardiac monitoring device registers at least that for him. At least we think. He brings little more to the table, and nicknames are his thing. Let it be Bump. B2, er, Bump, shepherded the apprentice to lasting effect. How fitting. Cunning, really. Turns out Bump is the apprentice. He hasn't a clue. He's learned on the job. Check that. He's brain dead. Macron laid it out in code. The U.S. is NATO. Trump is the U.S. NATO is brain dead. We got it. We got it. He's bump. He has sacked NATO. Our vital alliances with South Korea and Japan have been trampled. B2 keeps courting Kim the world's most renowned pariah and buffoon, and has been flatly played by him. He's ginned up this bogus tariff war with China that no one can win and which will deflate both sides of the Sino-U.S. rivalry. 
He jettisons the Iran nuclear deal, seeming to play the tough guy, then blinks and blinks again when Iran kicks sand all over us. He hands Syria over to Iran. You still loving this guy, Bibi? And then he tries to neuter the geopolitical nerve center of Russian containment, Ukraine. Let's connect the dots here. North Korea, Iran, and Syria, all Russian proxies. B-1 wants Ukraine in that fold. A canny takedown of the two geopolitical giants marginalizing the bear. That would be China and the U.S. Packaged niftily in the guise of a trade war. The red curtain isn't hiding this guy's movements and intentions one iota. The marooned-faced bump has been running cover and then some for B-1. Yes, Bump is the apprentice. He is the star of the show. B-1 wants the U.S. out of Asia. And from the Far East to the Near East, it has happened. From Ukraine to China, from NATO to the Paris Climate Accords, to the Iran nuclear deal, our most strategic alliances, belittled, buried, dead. Bokar 1, shepherding Bokar 2, Bump the apprentice. The project, projection, the projectionist. Okay, let's see. As important as sex and money are in most of our lives, the real players, the prime movers, are mostly attuned to issues of power and control. B1 territory. B2 can't see past sex and money. And just as centuries of colonial pillaging left a profound and lasting mark of anger, hatred, and vengeance, in the souls of the once colonized, with vestiges and tentacles still evident. Witness the persistent and pervasive global terrorism movements and the bafflement of the haves in the West in response to what they perceive to be acts of violence that appear baseless or insane. So too is B-1 and his once proud Soviet empire with a Dostoevsky-like obsession with settling the score and revenge for the Iron Curtain torn down, and the West boasting victory in the Cold War. This was an epic chip on the shoulder that would be redressed. The project? Tit for tat, eye for an eye, power meeting power. Some walls in the West should be torn down, so there, even Stephen. Bloodying democracy. Bokar won, the prime mover, the projectionist. It would be the slow game, the long con, a 12-part miniseries. Many in the West already admired his ways, his racism, his misogyny, his fascism. He needed more, a foothold, a fault line he could exploit. Enter Bump, barefacedly and numbingly naive, vulnerable and exploitable, both in matters of money and sex. And oh boy, was he sucked in. B1 picked his mark well. The loans, the real estate deals, the beauty pageants, the Russian babes, the strategy talks, on the private line and in person, the video tape, got the job done. B2 proved to be a good apprentice. He learned about extortion from the master, his master, B1. Bump who never once sported an idea of his own, suddenly spouting military, geopolitical, and e economic policy that no one west of the Urals would consider sane, let alone strategic. 
Bokar too has been a persistent bump, an able apprentice to be one. Some say he's impulsive, demonstrating bad judgment. Ready, fire, screw aim. Many concede he is inept, doesn't have a grasp, is unstudied, maybe refreshingly so, maybe. Some say he is a zombie. I want a second look there. He is a cadaverous sort with a wandering eyes and parched skin, corpse-like. He has been bitten, that is certain, and inevitably he is smitten. Pelosi said all roads lead to Putin, and it couldn't have been put more succinctly. Bokar won, B1, Vlad the Impaler, Vlad the Bad, the Underground Man, the fifth son of Fyodor Karamazov, yes, the fifth, like Pavel, illegitimate, regrouping, finding his footing, bent on revenge, sucking the life out of the West, staying mostly in the shadows, chuckling knowingly, basking in utter and frank schadenfreude, as B, too, does his bidding. Bumping his crew, muddling mindlessly under his spell, the Empire has struck back. Projection. Bump can't see beyond his own orbit, severely restricting his worldview. He sees what he's got. His go-to put-down, his ultimate counterpunch, is accusing his adversary of being a treasonist. How's that, Bump? Where did that one come from? Huh. Bump's rhetorical repertoire is limited to the Narcissus worldview. Looking in the mirror, pondering his reflection, going with that. So any soul who dares to antagonize B2 is a treasonist. Good call, Bump. Arch projection. His other favorite narrative construction is that he is the most undeserving victim of a witch hunt. Did I hear him right? A witch hunt? He is the ongoing and constant subject of a witch hunt. Doubly alarming. How to locate the fault line with this one? Bump is decidedly not a witch. That would be way too high up on the occult IQ scale for Bump. The occult reference is telling. Bump just can't keep his mouth shut. He can't keep it in. He projects more fluidly than a two-reel film device. He is the apprentice. He's Bokar, too. He's no damn witch. He looks and stinks like a zombie. All occult, all the time. Can't we fire this guy? Vampirism has long been seen as a metaphor for sex. Captivating, dangerous, and yes, sexy. What about zombiehood? Huh. Decidedly unsexy. Let's see. Maybe a metaphor for death. How about conformity? Unquestioned fealty to authority. Being brain dead. Addiction in all its permutations. Mental illness. How about religion? Oh yeah, plenty there. Man's undying search for meaning butts up against the ultimate buzzkill, death. The Bokar is Bokar. Religion and the occult attached at the hip. The existential dilemma. How to cope with death and the inevitable onset of nihilism. Religion, that is how. Instant meaning. Instant karma, too. 
Get on your knees. Make a sacrifice. It will come back to you. What goes around comes around. Death can't be the end of this thing. Way too dreary. There has to be more. Why not zombiehood? It's occultish, but so is religion. The elements are all there. Discarding reason for emotion and faith. The essential feeling of belonging. Being part of the group. Kneeling with the group. Getting up and walking with the group. Having a purpose. Even if it is binding or limiting. Most importantly, the idolatry. The hero worship. Turn it over to a greater power. I'm a believer. I follow that one. We believe in something greater than ourselves. God. And of course, life after death. The raison d'etre. The core. We will survive. It's not over. The elements line up. Bump is a zombie. He looks like one. He talks like one. He moves like one. Can addiction be a factor? Yeah, you bet. He claims not to drink alcohol. No, ma no matters. The these quarters can spot an Adderall junkie when we see one. And Bump is one. Sleepless, grandiose, paranoid, jumbled. All focused some of the time. Certainly in those sleepless early a.m. hours. Is mental illness part of the picture? Are you kidding? Does a beached whale snort? He is a textbook narcissist of the severe variety, prone to delusions. Superstitious, religious, cultish? Most vilely. This thing has long departed the land of reason. Religious may be too elevating for this mess. It's cultish. It's devilish. It is deathlike. Of course he can kill someone on Fifth Avenue and his people would not approvingly. Let's not overlook homonymics. Treasonist. Lock her up. Witch hunt. These words have taken on a deeper double meaning at Bump's rallies. They've become a mantra. They cast a spell. This is more than simply following the leader. The crowd is entranced. The homonymics are hypnotic. They are swaying. They are clapping. They are nodding. Mouthing along with Bokar too. This is zombiehood. Lock her up. The zombie apocalypse. The huddled, muddled mass of adherence. The GOP. Marching down those stairs. Clustering. Moseying. Slinking. Stinking. Hanging with bump. Hanging on bump. Puzzled. Staying earnest. The orders were killing this crew. Still they hung in there. Following those orders. Thoughtlessly, pissed off, confounded by the non-believers, dogging them, coming after them, mindless, foxed, outfoxed, pleased to be a threat to the non-believers, content to be digging their own graves, many falling into them, bump, coaxing, taunting, browbeating, keeping them in line, the numbers staying astonishingly firm, unyielding to events on the ground, the relentless death march this huge segment of the populace eagerly advancing towards the precipice. Staying alive? Barely. Nearly. Maybe. Tough call. The zombie apocalypse. How? Where? Let's count the ways. Medical care. 
Every American wants health care that they can live with, that they can afford, fundamental, universal, maybe. Enter zombiehood, the true believers, the deplorables, aping Bocartu's anti-Obamacare rants, more bump homonymics, the, unaffor- the Unaffordable Care Act. Hmm. They hate Obamacare, but want the Affordable Care Act. This crew can't connect the dots. Bump's proposal to replace the ACC led to higher deductibles, higher costs, and less coverage. No matter. Reason is not their long suit. The poor and the ignorant love Bump. It's Bump, it's Bump, it's Bump. He's in their heads. These are the souls who absolutely need Medicaid and are cut off and cut out due to red state refusal to embrace Medicaid expansion. It is the death knell for many, the walking dead. Economics. This is the strongest economy in the history of this country. Yeah, maybe. For the richest and most powerful, maybe. Boundless tax cuts and deregulation worked briefly for Reagan and W until they didn't. Bump has doubled down on these debunked schemes, and he has little more than a lethargic Dow to boast for it. The piper must be paid, and we have a pretty good idea who pays. Exploding income disparity, an expanding underclass, and record homelessness dot the landscape. Sure, everyone is working. Many are working two or three jobs and barely getting by. Stagnant wage growth doesn't sit so neatly next to record corporate tax cuts, but there it sits. There they sit. 80% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. A car accident, a serious medical condition, a divorce, an argument with the boss is all that separates many from bankruptcy and indigency. Yeah, still, the lumps and the gumps, the disadvantaged, the encumbered, keeping their heads down, carrying water for the GOP, not a single chocolate in their box, vehemently, piously loyal to Bump, angry at the doubters and dissenters, symptomatic, needing care, the walking wounded, the walking dead. Guns! The zombie factor here is outrageous. The actuarial take is damning. If you own a gun, you are 300% more likely to die by a gun. Nearly everyone wants stricter, sensible gun control laws. No matter. Doesn't happen. Assault weapons have nothing to do with self-defense or sport and have everything to do with the astonishing number of mass murders occurring in the States. The incidence of suicide in states with laxer gun controls is soaring and on. I know, I know. Gills... Guns don't kill people. People kill people. I get it. And zombies buy guns. This death march may be the most daunting. The walking wounded and the walking dead. Immigration. Such a puzzlement. Those visuals of bobs and gobs of Latino American wannabes marching north through Central America and Mexico, frightening the true believers. Thing is, While Bump accuses this group of being zombies, they are the anti-zombie apocalypse. They march in unison for hope, for freedom, for survival, for a life. Wow. This is the group that historically has revitalized, energized, and grown our economy and our culture. 
The zombie apocalypse is small town America. Shops closing, houses foreclosing, jobs going unfilled, rampant bitterness, disability claims skyrocketing, alongside divorce rates and alcoholism, the opioid epidemic, dying on the vine, in desperate need of fresh blood, both on the supply and demand side of things, which is what immigrants bring. Those mayors are not drinking B2's Kool-Aid and are actively courting these folks. Bump's mission to stoke hate of the immigrants and shut them out may provide a scapegoat for his minions' hardships and resentments. Mostly, it is cutting off a life source for a small-town America that's on life support. Bump's brood here is limping along, up and down the street, the walking wounded, the walking dead. Climate change? Holy shit. This zombie factor is giving Bruce Campbell's ash nightmares. Go global warming is here. It's there, too. It was here, and it was there. Temperatures are rising along with the sea levels and the extreme weather changes. Flooding, droughts, wildfires. Greenhouse gases are shredding our food and water. Our health and security our livelihood and industry and infrastructure. Bump's response? It's a hoax, a made-up Chinese narrative. We can't run and we can't hide from this one. Something must be done, sooner or no later. Energy conservation, energy efficiency, use of low-carbon energy, renewable energy, and on. Something, anything. The Paris Agreement? Nope. Not for Bump and his ilk. A 16-year-old Swedish girl throws us a lifeline? Nope. This from the crew that brands those who accept science libtards. How rich. Makes those Catholic priests sermonizing about our sex lives look downright righteous. Kim is back to calling Bump a dotard. Hmm. Korean dude has got Bokard 2's number. This one is existential. The extinction of the species. Apocalyptic. The dullards, the dotards, the climate change doubters, the climate change deniers, the lumps, the gumps, Trump's chumps, burning, drowning, the walking wounded, the walking dead. Geopolitical? Nah. Already been here, but a final word. Bump's Make America Great Again mantra is lethally misleading. The crew is gaga over maga, choking on the homonymics. The nationalist, populist rhetoric draws the angry white males in like moths to a fire. More ominously, the isolationist tendencies, deeply rooted in Main Street, under-enlightened Americana, those who would not have gone to war against Hitler, have our man Bump running interference for and clinging to Bokar One, siding with fascists and burning bridges at every opportunity with our closest allies. Our democracy does not survive on this trajectory. Apocalypse now. It is here, among us. We study each other carefully, looking for signs, for tells. Are you one of them? Bump was president. Bokar too? The unthinkable. Normalized. Every sentient being around the globe, struggling to make sense of it. Efforts continue to be made to rationalize Bump. Give him quarters. He's no worse than Hillary. Yeah, bullshit. The politics are killing us. The economics, medical care, gun control, immigration, climate change, 
the geopolitics. Bokar II still taking his marching orders from Bokar I, still commanding complete control over his minions. This is zombiehood. This is the zombie apocalypse. Alas, yesterday is today, and today is tomorrow. Zero degrees of separation from 10.23.19 to 1.6.21. The head is not easily severed. The walking dead remain with us. Vigilance.